Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the coach of Woodville West Torrens women's team in the statewide Super Women's League. It is Tess Baxter. Tess, how are you? Hi, Zach. Thanks for having me. I'm going very well. Thank you. Excellent to hear. Uh, exciting times because we've uh, not only got the fixture, which we've seen for a few days now, but uh, we've got some games right upon us suddenly uh, this week- weekend, in fact, and uh, the Woodville West Torrens Footy Club will uh, resume in Round 5 against West Adelaide at High Sense Stadium uh, on Sunday. And then uh, you've got a Round 6 contest scheduled as well for um, to face Nord at Cooper Stadium on Saturday, July 4. So starting off with round five, um, exciting to get back in it against uh, what will be quite a strong-looking West Adelaide outfit. Yeah, look, we always, um, we always love playing West Adelaide. We had a couple of really close games against them last year. Um, obviously, it'll be in some ways a bit of a new look, West, but, you know, that said, they've, they've um, homegrown a few of those girls. So, yeah, really looking forward to getting to take them on. Indeed, and obviously uh, your last outing finally broke the drought and got that richly deserved victory that had uh, eluded you uh, so agonisingly in the opening three rounds of the season. Uh, You enjoyed a 25-point win over Glenelg in round four. So um, how important was getting that win on the board test just for the confidence of the girls and particularly to go on with for the rest of the year? Yeah, I think it was really important, like you said, mainly just in that in that confidence bucket because we've been playing some really good footy the first three rounds. Probably, um, you know, I think I've mentioned before, we probably had our worst game against Sturt, but they also played well against us. Um, mm. But apart from that, getting really close to the way that we want to play, we're just finding it hard to finish it off. So I think for the girls to be able to play consistently, get some scores on the board in the second half, which we hadn't really been doing, um, mm really great for confidence. It's just obviously now having that having that gap between um, yeah. makes it a bit of a different thing, but still, you know, we're in a much better position, I think, for, for knowing now that we can do that. Yeah. We need to continue what moving forward. And how did you guys handle the COVID-19 shutdown tests? Um, did you have a, a few range of activities that and sort of link the girls up to make sure they stayed connected? early on that we gave them a, a clear break mm-hmm. um, because very mindful that you know a lot of the girls have had families and jobs and things that were affected so we gave mm-hmm. them a good break for a couple of weeks um, and then we staggered back in with some Zoom, Zoom meetings and um, you know S&T type things running that they had to compete I know a few of the teams got on Strava um, so we did that and then um, yeah the girls had their home programs and then we slowly obviously integrated that back in to um, the full training, which we can finally mm. look at right? Yeah, excellent. And uh, who of the girls during that period uh, really impressed you with their attitude and the way they went about it? There's a girl called um, Natasha Holmes who played her first game with us uh, against Glenelg. We had a couple of debutants for that game, and she mm-hmm. was one of them. And I'm really impressed. She's come back looking really fit, and I think it's probably because it's only in the same season, but now it almost feels like those girls who were first-year Sandful girls have got a bit of experience in some mm-hmm. way. Um, and she's come back just with a you know, real desire and hunger to learn and play, and she's yep. a lot more vocal than she was before she left. Okay. So really, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what she'll, what she'll bring out, uh, out on the weekend. Yeah, sure. Um, tell us a little bit more about Natasha. 
So we picked her up actually from Pulteney. So her background really was playing, I think, I, I believe they were in four. Hopefully I'm not incorrect there. Yeah. Um, and she joined us as a train-on to begin with. And we saw a little bit of her in an internal trial, elevated her to the list. And she's just, she's just like, she's quite small, but she's super quick. Pretty yeah. good overhead for a small girl. And no, I think played a lot of footy. Sometimes those girls that are really quick find the kicking on the run. It's mm-hmm. a bit of a challenge. I haven't played a lot of footy. Yeah. Um, quite strong, consistent in that area, and I really like, you know, with her attack on the ball and her passing ability, I think for her to have one eye on ASLW, if that's that's what she wants in a couple of years, wouldn't be out of the question, so... Oh, excellent. No, I'm really excited to see her come on uh, in the second half of the statewide Super Women's League season. Um, now, of course, uh, going from one end of the spectrum to another, um, you're going to benefit for some, from some great uh, AFLW experience with uh, Renee Forth, all set to make her debut for your footy club, obviously uh, being cleared to play by the Crows AFLW team. Yeah, it's been fantastic to have um, Renee on board for the last few weeks. I actually, it's quite funny, I haven't had a lot of interaction with her yet because we obviously had the, the groups going on and I didn't put her in my group. So <laughs> um, the feedback I've had on her, though, from the players and the coaches that I've been working with her, she's just a breath of fresh air with us. And mm. our um, Samantha Skews, who's our kind of women's footy ops and everything in between, she's just been glowing about the way that she communicates to the girls, the club and the experience and voice she's been bringing. So, you know, we're really excited to have her on board and, um, you know, we're hoping that she's enjoying it as much as we're enjoying having her. What sort of role have you got earmarked for a test? Well, it's a good question. Look, we've tried her in a couple of different spots. I'd, I'd like to have her playing a bit around the ball um, mm. in the middle to be... We've got... I believe we've got quite a strong midfield but they're very young and experienced midfield mm. and, you know, it's like sometimes you know what needs to be done but you might not be confident to impart that on. I think we've got a few girls in that, that boat and I think if we can get Renee in around the ball just teaching those girls how to communicate would be, you know, just a huge plus. Obviously her own ball winning ability. Mm. Um, but to start off inside the ball and inside and once we've able to, to use her in that way, I'd also she seems to position herself really well off the ball. Um, yep. but she might be someone as the season goes on we can really use as an outside runner. Okay. Excellent. And, uh, well, we've got Renee available. Unfortunately, uh, not so for Jamie Tab. Uh, a great opportunity for her, which she can't begrudge. Obviously, uh, she's heading into the um, armed forces um, to challenge herself there. Yeah, we'll certainly miss Jamie, but I'm really proud of her for taking that step in her personal life and her career. So, you know, we wish her all the best. As much as we would have loved to have her heart and energy out on the field, um, I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll hear from her throughout the year once she can. Um, once she can get in contact with us and send us. I'm sure she'll be sending Jada good luck from wherever she's at the moment. Yep. Indeed, and Jada's been really exciting to watch as well. So she's still on board to go in the second half of the season. Yeah, we've got um, both Jada and Charlotte Dolan. Um, they were two others that debuted against mm-hmm. Glenelg. Between the two of them, I think they had 23 tackles, which really was in Whoa. line with what... Yeah, and I mean, for two debutants, that was fantastic. Mm. Um, and was really in line with the roles they were playing for us. So, you know, we were really impressed with both of them. Uh, we're still, you know, obviously still looking at how everything's going to sit for Sunday. But if they're, if they're not there, they'll be close. And then if they are there, we're really confident that they can do what they need to do. Yeah, exactly, and uh, I guess the beauty of the whole competition is, um, yeah, it's still early enough for teams outside of the top four, 
like yourself to uh, make a run at it. Uh, one and three win-loss record, currently sitting in sixth. But um, as we've mentioned earlier, you haven't had um, any severe losses to note. So uh, percentage is still reasonably well intact. And um, yeah, if you can string some wins together, Tess, there's no reason why you can't play in the major round. Um, like you said, we managed to to keep ourselves in a good position percentage-wise. Um, obviously, let ourselves down a little bit by not clinching another one. But we're in a you know we're in a position where anything can happen from here, and we're confident that the girls will continue to improve and keep performing for the four quarters. So yeah, it's exciting to be in that position. Terrific, Tess. Well, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that, and uh, once again. Wishing you all the best for the resumption of the statewide Super Women's League season. Of course, as we mentioned earlier in the chat, uh, you guys are resuming against West Adelaide on Sunday at High Sense Stadium. And then in round six, another contest against Norwood at Cooper's Stadium on Saturday, July 4. So all the best for those two, Tess. Awesome. Thank you, Zach.